0: Hare Krishna. Ah. Jai Jai Sitchatanya Jaya Nichananda Jai ni Adita Jaya Gola Bhaktavirna Jai Jai Sitchatanya Jaya Nichananda Jaya Dvita Chandra Jaya Gura Bhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama. Ram 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 Hare Hare ah. ah. So I want to read a little verse to you and um, It is from the uh, Madhya Leela, Chapter 7. The Lord begins his tour of South India, and it is text 73. (laughs) Vajrat api kattarani mriduni kusamat api lo kattaranam jetum sikon vityatum isvara. The hearts of those above common behavior are sometimes harder than a thunderbolt and sometimes softer than a flower. How can one accommodate such contradictions in great personalities? So in, uh, in, in, in the previous verses, it just described that One second. So, Sri Mahaprabhu asked the Bhattacharya to bless him while he engaged in devotional service of Lord Krishna at home, so that by Sarvabhoma Bhattas mercy, the Lord could return to Jagannath Puri. Saying this, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu departed on his tour and Sarvabhama immediately fainted and fell to the ground. Although Sarvabhama fainted, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not take notice of him, rather he left quickly. Who can understand the mind and intention of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu purport? It was naturally expected that when Sarvabhama fainted and fell to the ground, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would have taken care of him. and and waited for him to regain consciousness. But he did not do so. Rather, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu immediately left on his tour. It is therefore very difficult to understand the activities of a transcendental person. Sometimes they may seem rather odd, but a transcendental personality remains in his position, unaffected by material considerations. Ah. so this topic of Lord Chaitanya um, being softer than a rose and harder than a thunderbolt that is a very uh, it is a topic we can apply it to uh, to the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya this example of uh, of when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left for South India and Sarabha Bhattacharya really didn't want him to go and when when Lord Chaitanya then left anyway, then Sarvabhoma fainted. But Lord Chaitanya did not care and did not pay any attention to Sarvabhoma. And in this way, just overstepped uh, the normal, uh, the, be- the normal social behavior of one who cares. And this is difficult to understand, right? I mean, We'd, we'd expect uh, we'd expect sympathy, empathy from a uh, a spiritual personality. We'd expect that he would be with us in our suffering in our in our pains and we'd expect that if he shows that he cares, then when someone goes through great difficulty that he'll also uh, be there to offer support but a saintly person may or may not do so uh, saintly person uh, is not bound by such normal social etiquette the saintly person is not bound to prove to prove that he cares. Um, the very fact that he has given transcendental mercy that shows that is that he cares. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left, left to South India, to, to give the mercy to all in South India. For long he had been sharing mercy with Svarbhanu Bhattacharya, and Svarbhanu Bhattacharya had become accustomed to the personal attention that he got from Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But Sarvabhama Bhattacharya could not in any way take that for granted. Um, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at all times remained completely independent. And he could just leave for the sake of spreading the, the mercy to others. And in this way, Sarvabhama Bhattacharya was very transcendent, uh, was, was acting on a material plane, and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or on, a, on a plane of attachment to the Lord. But Lord Chaitanya did not respond uh, to that, that situation. Um, so I can think of another example in the Chaitanya Charitamrita of Lord Chaitanya being very hard and that is the case of uh, of chotahari das chotahari das was a uh was a sannyasi, and chotahari das he once arranged for this this is not haridas thakur but Chotaharidas. and he arranged uh, to uh, some very nice rice for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And it was cooked. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as he was taking lunch, he commented on the rice. He said, oh, it was such nice quality rice today. Where did we get it? He said, oh, Chota Haridas brought it. And then, and then Chauta Haridas, he had been um, he got this rise from the sister of Sikkimahiti, Madhavi. And Madhavi was like, Madhavi was an exalted Vaishnavi. Madhavi was, it is said, she was one of the associates of Sri intimate associates of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that he discussed uh, uh, for private pastimes about Krishna and the gopis. Uh, she was also there when that was being discussed. yes, Along with her brother, Sikhi Mahiti. So she was an exalted devotee. And she had given this rise. And Jodhari does, for this purpose, had, had met her. And Lord Chaitanya, was very upset he became grave and he said to govinda you can tell that from this day on i will not see chota haridas anymore and then uh, pooh this was a big thing and then it came out that uh, that chota haridas had been begging and uh, rise from from madhvi and that he had been intimately associating with a woman, you know, and that for this purpose, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not, uh, did not allow him to be in his association. What was going on here was, Sichitanya Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was setting a standard. He was setting the standard for a sannyasi, and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as now acting as the acharya of a movement, of a movement that was meant to spread worldwide for uh, many generations. Um, It is said that the Sankirtan movement of Lord Chaitanya will flourish. Um, for a period of 10,000 years in the age of Kali, the golden age. We discussed that before. And uh, so Lord Chaitanya acting as the Acharya was making it very clear that when it comes to sannyas that the rules and, and regulations cannot be taken lightly. So he became very rigid. And then you know, the devotees were trying to to speak uh, to speak to uh, to, uh, to Chitanya Mahaprabhu on behalf of Jyotaridas. It was a small offense. Oh, I mean, all right, you know, he got punished. Now, I mean, now please let him come back. No. And it became this like. It was just a hard no. So a sannyasi, uh, according to, to to scripture, when a sannyasi falls down, he is a is a vantasi. He eats what he has vomited out. He eats what he has vomited out. It said, and for such a sannyasi to rectify, there is a he'd better give up his life. That is, and so, such a sannyasi can just jump into the tree, tree Triveni, and drown himself. Of course, Prabhupada, uh, Prabhupada did not ask his, ask sannyasis who fell down in his movement to do so. Rather, he, he asked them to, to simply get married again and to, uh, to take up some service and carry on with devotional service and in that way uh, continue their spiritual life. Uh, but Chota Haridas, he did exactly that. He, he jumped into the Triveni, gave up his, his life. And, and Chota Haridas was then, uh, yes, he was then. Uh, well, all the devotees heard about it, uh, that this had happened. So everyone was very upset. And then after some time, after some time, devotees could hear the voice of Chota Haridas. They heard him singing. They heard him singing. He's a sweet singer, and they could hear him singing, the moment. So then, Lord said, oh, he must have become a ghost because he did this. this." But Saruva Damodar said, no, how is that possible for one who has done so much service for Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? No. Uh, Chota Haridas must have attained his spiritual body. And Chota, so Chota Haridas actually attained a spiritual body. And in that spiritual body, he was rendering service to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Yeah. This is not to be imitated. This is not for ordinary souls. This is something that transpired in the past times of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And we are following the standards of Srila Prabhupada, our present Acharya, who has pointed out now, no. Uh, no fallen sannyasi should uh, should ever uh, give up his life voluntarily by suicide. No sannyasi, fallen sannyasi, if he does so, will automatically attain a spiritual body. But Haridas did. He was a personal associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Who are we? Who are we? Uh, He was a personal associate of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who had special grace and special fortune that he could appear 500 years ago along with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But, Vajrat Apikottaruni, he was hard as a thunderbolt, Lord Chaitanya. He would not budge. And with that, uh, set a standard for sannyas uh, throughout the ages. Mm. And how that is to be taken, very, very serious. So, in that light, we carry on with our uh, our discussion. Um, so I've given a few examples of past times. Uh, maybe... Another example is how Lord Chaitanya dealt with with, uh, uh, Maharaj Prataparuddha, who was the king, and he would not see him. He refused to see him, even although the king had rendered service. But we see that gradually, gradually, some mercy was given to the king because he was really a devotee, and he was serving the devotees, and he was serving the Lord. He allowed uh, Ramananda Roy, his governor, to take leave to join the movement of Lord Chaitanya. That melted the heart of the Lord. He swept the road in front of Lord Jagannath. That melted the heart of the Lord. And finally, when the king went into disguise and in the dress of a common man, uh, and when Lord Chaitanya was, by, it was in great ecstasy, um, in the Jagannath-Valabha Gardens, uh, then, uh, and resting after Ratha-Yatra, then the king, now as a common, massaged his legs and recited the Panch-Ajai, the panch rasa the five chapters on Lila from the 10th canto of Bhagavatam, for Sichitani Mahaprabhu, Sichitani Mahaprabhu was relishing and said, "Carry on, carry on," and he, and he blessed, um, he blessed Maharaj Prataparuddha. So, in both in the case of uh, of Jyotaharidas and in the case of uh, of of Maharaj Prataparuddha, uh, despite treating them in a very hard way, still both of them got the mercy so we're seeing that the hardness of Lord Chaitanya is only external actually uh, he is very soft hearted uh. but now take it to another level not just to the level of explaining pastimes but now let's take it to the verse that he is the most magnanimous incarnation. He has appeared to freely distribute the topmost to the most fallen. Mm, okay. Now let us, let us begin. on. Um, yes, he has. Oh. but then we see how uh, how it is described that there is a is a is a progression in the process adosh the sanga kriya it begins with shraddha and then it begins with uh, it begins with uh, um Sādhu-sāṅga, kriya and anarta naviti. Initial phase, association of devotees, uh, the regulated process of devotional service, the purification of the heart. Uh, then it comes to nista, then it comes to ruchi, and then, which is nista's determination, ruchi's taste, it comes to Ashakti, deep, deep attachment for Krishna, in which an actual taste for one of the five rasas begins to really uh, manifest within the heart deeply. And finally, uh, bhava and praying, ecstasy and and pure love of God. Uh, So then the thing is, so who has pure love of God? Who has this bhava, this stage of ecstasy? Who has this, this, uh, this ashaakti, this deep attachment, deep? Uh, which predominates? Who has even even ruchi, taste, taste? Nam naman karid okay. bahuda aniccha service marane kala. And there it is mentioned, I I have no taste for this chanting. There are no heart and fast rules for this chanting. All the Lord has invested all his poetry, but I have no taste for this chanting. So, it seems that Nista, fixed de- great determination is is achieved by some advanced devotees. Well, but then Ruchi, um, Ruchi seems to be even more rare. Um, Deepa Shakti, where is it? And so on and so on. Where are these most advanced symptoms? Um, So it seems that uh, as the quality of bhakti is going up that there are less and less who are getting it. So here we see again, on the one hand, we see this softness of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And on the other hand, it seems that although he is widely and freely distributing this love of God, but it does require quite some surrender. So we thought he was freely giving. I mean, when, you know, are you giving it for free? Then there's no price to pay. Uh, yes. And it says that in the marketplace of the holy name, uh, the the price that Nichananda was asking for was just sraddha bindu, uh, a drop of faith, just some sraddha. Just pay some sraddha. Oh, yes, and you'll get the holy name. Yes, that is there. Yes. But then, uh, then there's still a price to pay. Prabhupada uh. would say, if you, if you want diamonds, uh, if you want diamonds, then you have to pay. You uh, have to be ready to pay the price. This price to be paid is important, yes, because love is given, uh, love is given as a, voluntarily, Lord Chaitanya is not forcing anyone to love. Therefore, He brings people along, but lets them take the step each time. Then some more realization. And then they'll take the next step. Let's do it like this, the next step. Uh, Each time, of course, Lord Chaitanya wants to see an effort. Lord Shaitanya wants to see that we really act out of eagerness, out of love. Tatra uh, lul eklam Rupa Goswami says, to develop this ruchi, uh, to develop this taste, and to develop a shakti, and to develop bhav and to develop praying. We have to show eagerness. Eagerness. Yes. This eagerness has to come. Oh, I have eagerness, but I'm also struggling. Uh, I'm also struggling. Because it's not so easy. Uh, not so easy. There's so many duties. Uh, so many things to do. So many duties to perform. Uh, we, we have to live in this world. We have to survive. We have to, uh, yes, I mean, and, and if we are family people, we have families to maintain. We have, uh, have, to, have, have many bills to pay. and then, And then we are also, then we are also chanting. And sometimes it's a great struggle. Yes, of course. Ho, ho. Let's backtrack a little bit. Uh, First of all, uh, no one asked us, no one asked us to take all these burdens. No one asked us to to pay all these bills. Uh, No one asked us to, to take that that life to choose that ashram we chose because we desired so uh, and so we have to uh we have to live accordingly so we have to live uh, a life of uh of paying bills and and balancing spiritual and material life because of choice Uh, We could have also just chosen, just chosen to full-time, to full-time worship the Lord. We could have. And we see that um, Prabhupada created wonderful temples. And and in these temples, uh, devotees could stay and just serve Krishna full-time. Prabhupada was picked up and drove in a nice Mercedes. And someone looked at that and said, oh, such a nice car. Prabhupada said, yes, you can also have. But... You must give up sex life. Oh, 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 oh. No. yes. And of course, we must give up enjoying the material energy. We must give up uh, everything. Kichit bhakti parayana. Only Krishna, only devotional service to Krishna. That is the uh, that is the point. Uh, that is the point. Only devotional service. Uh, that is the desired thing. In, at the time when Srila Prabhupada was present, that the movement was very temple-based. Uh, practically all the devotees stayed in the temple. Uh, if you became part of it, then it meant you you, you moved into the temple. Uh, and when you did so, then getting married was not recommended. Uh, it was just recommended remaining single. And even those, uh, you know, a should should preferably stay a brahmacharya. That was Prabhupada's idea. And if he wanted to get married, then it wasn't a matter of like, well, shall I do this or shall I do that? And what shall I choose? No, it was more, if it is unavoidable, if it is unavoidable, then, then you may choose the kriyasta Ashram. If sex desire is so strong and it becomes unavoidable, all right then but even then grihastas lived generally quite a renounced life but of course Prabhupada did say that any grihastas should be prepared to take a job and maintain his family and Prabhupada did that himself when he was a grihasta and Lord Chaitanya's disciples and followers many were grihastas so it's not that we are speaking out against being a grihasta but if one can avoid it then avoid it because then one will be free to dedicate all energy to Krishna and simply uh, dedicate his life to preaching and that preaching will maintain that that will provide us with our needs. Of course then Prabhupada's young Grihasthas, they also showed they also showed that they could go out and preach. And they were a married couple, a married couples. And they went to, to London, and they were preaching. And they did very well. Uh, although, and they lived very simple. Uh, but somehow or other they did. So that is there. And elderly grihastas can open up a preaching center in a house. and and preach on the basis of their experience. So anyone can do so. That is there. Alright, so I've taken it this way. Anyway, let's take it let's besides zooming in on this particular detail, let's go back to the way that the mercy of Lord Chaitanya is spreading. Let's focus again Unnamma Krishna Prema Padayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namna How the Lord is the most magnanimous, freely distributing uh, the, the topmost to the most full. But nonetheless, we see that although it is given that there is an element of surrender required um, in the individual. And that according to the surrender within the individual, there is reciprocation. So still the principle of the Bhagavad Gita. As you surrender unto me, I will reward you accordingly. So that still applies, that principle that Krishna outlines in the Bhagavad Gita. Mm. Yes. Not, uh, not to join Lord Chaitanya's movement, uh, but to enter into the, into the uh, experience of the topmost, uh, of the topmost uh, tastes and relishing of devotional service surrender, is is a factor, as we're seeing. Uh. And of course, in the case of the gopis, Naparayahan, where Krishna said, I cannot even repay you. I cannot repay you for your service. Your service, your surrender to me is so great, I don't know how to repay you. Therefore, let your own glorious deeds be your reward. The glory of your own deeds, that is the reward. And, uh, and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was displaying that same mood. Uh. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as Bhakta Rupa, as, as the devotee, is showing complete surrender, is showing that same surrender of the gopis, uh, is showing no interest in sleep, and is at night just absorbed, absorbed in, in remembering Krishna, uh, in, in great ecstasy. Yes. Prabhupada was also not interested in sleep. Uh, the Goswamis also would just um, be absorbed in writing their books, be absorbed in transcendental knowledge, forget to eat, forget to sleep, or sleep one and a half hours, very short. Uh, just too much absorbed too much absorbed so surrender and eagerness go hand in hand without it is very difficult uh, to do so yes struggle struggle is an element which we find in the material world and struggle, struggle exists in this material world. Prakriti, uh, stani, so karsati, says Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita. We are struggling with the material energy. And who is not struggling with the material energy? Uh, we are uh, being, uh, we, are, we are suffering from, from, uh, birth from, from hunger, thirst, lamentation, old age, disease, and death. That was it. The satulmi, hunger, thirst, lamentation, old age, disease, and death. The six waves of material existence, or sometimes six whips of material existence. So what to do? That, that, that. Anything, anything that you want to get done, you, in this world, you still deal with the material energy. Even Prabhupada was facing old age. And the symptoms thereof, he faced heart attacks, he faced a stroke, and he faced these issues. And at the the end, in his final days, he also became weak and incapacitated. He faced Madhavindapuri, also described, was paralyzed. So the struggle of material existence remains. Uh, and yes, if you want to do anything with the material energy, it is there is tapas. There is austerity. Uh, anything we want to do. Um, therefore, on the one hand, one may have taste. One may have taste. One may have taste to chant, And yet, it takes an effort. Uh, If one is ill, if we are ill, it becomes difficult, taste or no taste, and it becomes struggle. Or if we are uh, very tired, uh, and we may be transcendental, but we still get tired. uh, Still, the chanting goes on. And one can transcend on the strength of taste and on the strength of ecstasy. One can transcend the impediments. One can transcend the obstacles and rise above. One can transcend pain. One can transcend fatigue. One can can even uh, shake off disease. Uh, Brahmananda. Uh, Brahmananda used to describe uh, his memories of Prabhupada, so much love. So Brahman is explaining that, like, when he got, he was Prabhupada's secretary, and he became ill. And then Prabhupada was like, you're always getting ill. Uh, Brahmananda said, as if it was like, you know, his fault, <laughs> right? And uh, Brahmananda said, well, what, what can I do? I'm just, I'm just, just getting ill. Uh, And he said that Prabhupada cured him. He had uh, he was ill, he was like very weak and a headache, and he was feeling really sick, and Prabhupada rubbed his head, and it just disappeared. Uh, But it's like going into this, uh, going into this this fatigue, uh, that is what we're talking about. Going into the disease. That is what we're talking about. Uh, and when we're when the mind and the consciousness is not going into the disease, then you just one can shake off the symptoms uh, unto a point. Unto a point. But one can shake up, one can carry on and even the disease just just goes and can be ignored. And Prabhupada did so many times. Oh, just ignore. Oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? Are you having a toothache? Uh, yeah, yeah have a toothache. Oh oh. oh yeah, that's really bad. Oh thank you yeah. I hope you'll get better soon. Uh, thank you for your, your sympathy and your support. Yes. In this way, in the material world, there is a pact. You know, When I am suffering my pain, you will pamper me and say, oh, yes, oh, oh, you're suffering so much pain. And I'm feeling better. Uh, I'm feeling better now. Oh, you have a toothache. And when you have a toothache, then I will say, oh, you you, are, you have a toothache. Oh, oh, I hope you're getting better soon, and I'll pamper you. And in this way, uh, by pampering each other, we feel a little better. I feel a little better now, thank you. Yes. But we see the pure devotee, he doesn't need such pampering. The pure devotee is totally absorbed in Krishna. Uh, and is thinking about Krishna and just carries on and is not looking for such material support. Mm -hmm. His consciousness is absorbed in devotional service and therefore his consciousness is not becoming absorbed in the material things and he transcends it. Prabhupada was quite ill before the famous 1973 London Ratiyatra, uh, He had been in Mayapur, had eaten a kachori, cooked by his sister that didn't digest well, got dysentery, this and that. And he was not well. Even on the journey, he was actually lying down, which he never did. And he was vomiting. And he was like uh, having difficulty, but then he came to Yatra and he danced, he danced and danced in 1973 on the victory march of Yatra in London. This was just amazing. Uh, running forward, jumping, turning around, jumping up and down, and running back towards Jagannath. His transcendental love was transcending the bodily limitations. Transcending age, transcending disease, now he was uh, was in the greatest ecstasy, yes. Mm. So in this way a devotee can transcend um, the the obstacles, the austerities of material existence, the limitations of the material body. Still, everything in the material world is a struggle. Uh, For example, uh, here, uh, if we don't clean, everything will become covered in dust. So we have to clean. It says in Vaikuntha, the ladies are sweeping the palace floors. Uh, But there is no dust. They are not sweeping to release the dust. There is no dust, but there is sweeping to serve Krishna. So just think about that. If there was no dust, we we wouldn't sweep. So we haven't fully realized the real meaning of sweeping yet. The real meaning of sweeping is actually to express our love for the Lord it's amazing when we think of such uh, um, of of this transcendental science it's quite something uh, quite something so yes gradually as we are advancing um, we are uh, we are uh, rising above the bodily identification aham brahmasmi I am not this body, I am spirit, it's not so easy. It's not so easy. Mm. Because we have been entrenched in the bodily concept of life. Mm. Deeply, deeply uh, relating to the senses. Deeply, deeply relating to the pleasures and pains of, 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 that we experience through the body. Addicted to the pleasures and just like hating the pains. And avoiding them, and not not wanting them, and when we go through it, oh, suffering, pooh, oh, or just the grind, you know. If it's not some, 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 something exclusive it's the grind, you know, the grind, dragging this old body along. But then, then. There's service to Krishna. Ah, this beautiful service to Krishna. Oh, this wonderful opportunity. This great chance to go back to God yet. I'm doing this wonderful service. But I thought you had a pain in your back. Oh, pain in my back. Yeah. It's, it's a bit sensitive, but it's okay. I can, I can manage. I can manage. Ah, some service. But you're dancing. Yeah, I don't know how I'm dancing. It's the mercy of Mahabharata. The lame. Uh, the lame will cross mountains. Uh, yes. The dumb will poetry. And the blind will see luminaries in the sky. Mukham vachalam pangam langayategirin bande bandeshi This is just the nature of Lord Chaitanya's marriage. The impossible becomes possible. We we become empowered, empowered by love. And then, yes, then Krishna, Krishna may give us extra strength. He may give us extra power. So then, it's not only by absorption in the spirit, on the spiritual side, uh, that we are rising above the material energy. There may be an, even an extra element. See, there's a story in the eleventh canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. There's an example given of an arrow maker, and this arrow maker had to make a perfectly straight arrow. Uh, if if the arrow should hit the target, it must be perfectly straight. Otherwise, if it's a little bent, then it will not reach the target. So, he was turning it. Mm. He, was, he was having a, a, a stone, right, that was grinding it and then turning it. The stone was turning and in mm. this way he was making the arrow. So it was very difficult, very difficult. Uh, It took complete concentration, because if you take off, he's filing it and making it perfectly round. And if it's a little flat on one side and round on the other, then the balance is, the aerodynamics of the arrow will not be proper, and it will not not, uh, go straight. So the arrow has to be itself completely straight. It has to be filed perfectly round. Then, uh, or completely equal, maybe there's also flat Alice, but it has to be the same on both sides. It's fat on one side, thin on the other. Then it will not reach its target. So in this way, uh, the arrow maker was concentrating. And it said that that day, that day actually the emperor was coming to the city. And the emperor with, was traveling with a big procession to the city. And it even came through the street of the arrow maker. And the arrow maker, when he was asked, what did you think of the, uh, of the procession? And the uh, arrow maker said, procession. Procession, what procession? He said, the emperor came through the street. Said, the emperor came through the street. I didn't notice anything. He was so absorbed. So one could say one can rise above the material conditioning by absorption, by deep absorption in service. And that is the eagerness. Uh, and that is where that is where in, in Nista we are in with great determination. We are now, like, just serving with eagerness. And then in Ruchi, yes, then yes, yes, yes. Taste will come. Happiness will be there. That will not just the few drops of taste that anybody gets, but taste that just takes over all our activities. That is Ruchi, when when the taste becomes really what drives us prior, before Ruchi we're driven by knowledge, driven by being tired of this suffering. I can't take it anymore, this material life. I got to get out of here. If it's the last thing I ever do, I gotta get out of here. All right. Okay, Krishna, I'm gonna do it. I've read the Gita, I suffered enough. Now I'm gonna take up devotional service. Okay, I'm doing it, Krishna. Yes, yes, yes. Still driven to an, to a, to an extent because of the suffering in the material world, still motivated by wanting relief from that suffering. Wanting relief from the pangs of material existence. Ah, no, no. No, that has to, on the way, that has to be exchanged for love. The motivation has to change for love. At Lista, we are determined now. Yes, Krishna. Yes, Krishna. I want only you now. Yes. And it it begins to change for love. Um, And there's Ruchi. And we get taste. And we just serve Krishna with taste. And we just, we dance, chant, cannot stop. We just discuss the pastimes of the Lord. And there's no end. There's just no end. We can just go on speaking. And there's just more and more. And more and more, mm. go on hearing. There is more. There is more. There is more. Matcita, matgata, pranas, bodiyantas, prasparankatiyantas, chamamnijan, tu shanti cha, ramanti cha. My devotees they derive great bliss and satisfaction in conversing about me. Vayam tu navite piyamo utamasloka vikrneya sringvatam rasa kyanam. Swadhu, swadhu, pade, pade. There is this rasagya. They know this transcendental ras. And therefore they're enjoying it every step. Swadhu, swadhu, pade, pade. So these things are going on. In this way, the devotees are experiencing the ecstasy. Yes, which drives them now. Now they are continuing by love. Oh yes. And and that, then, then that will deepen to ecstasy. Uh, the Ruchi it starts with Ruchi, uh, it goes deeper, deep attachment as Shakti, uh, with great eagerness thinking of Krishna, great eagerness thinking of, of devotional service, great eagerness in, in like in bhav with where we're, waves, waves of, of ecstasy are emerging, emerging. And praying, you know, like Lord Chaitanya, Srila Bhakti Sri Maharaj, he, brother, he said that the golden volcano of divine love, the golden volcano of divine love, he, He gave us that image of Lord Chaitanya, and the ecstasy of love of God was just bursting, bursting from his heart. That is, is the stage. And Mahaprabhu, he didn't realize, he didn't realize what was happening anymore, and his and he jumped into the air and he crashed to the ground, somehow or other his bones didn't break. Not just because he was the Supreme Lord, but also, uh, so, also because if there is such a devotee, such a Prema Bhakti, then the Supreme Lord is very close, very, very close. Krishna is very close. And Krishna makes arrangements. Krishna protects. When Pallad was thrown down the mountain and and landed on the cliff below, the cliff became soft. Mm. Uh, He didn't break any bones. Uh, The Lord was protecting him. Because he was so close. So close. When we are so close, then we also become empowered by Krishna. Um, So there's these two things that can make a person transcend the pangs of material existence. One is deep absorption and eagerness. And then further on, there is the added element of of empowerment. And in that way, way, the mercy of Mahaprabhu is unfolding. And so we see that the personal effort uh, remains. Now, let's put that in perspective. When we are speaking about perfection, uh, perfection, then we're speaking about Siddha, when everything is realized. Now it's said that there is sadhana Siddha, uh, there is Nietzsche Siddha, and there is kripa Siddha. So let's start with Nietzsche Siddha. The Nietzsche Siddha devotee is a perfect devotee who is always perfect. He has descended from the spiritual world to distribute the mercy, and all along he is on this platform of perfection. The Sadhana Siddha is the devotee who, by his effort and by serving, uh, by devotional service, becomes perfect. No. And the uh, Kripa Siddha. Is one who becomes perfect by Kripa. It says, "Gopya karmad byat kamsu dveses chedenyaunri pa vrisle sambandet yuym yuym vayam vibu." The gopis, by their, uh, by their extraordinary, transcendental lust to. That desire to, to to just please Krishna in Madhuri Ras. Everything for his happiness. Uh, that transcendental lust of the gopis. That pure love that they had. Gopya karmat, By it comes so. And Kamsa uh, by his fear. Kamsa uh, by his fear. The... Uh, Envious kings like Sisupa by dvesh, by by their envy. No. The Vrishnis by their family relationship. Uh, by previous, by previous attained uh, piety. What kind of piety that they did they have from previous life that now they were family members of Krishna? Krita Punya Punja. What? What pious activities do these coward boys have? Krita, punja, punja. Mm. What pious activities did they have that now they're playing with the Supreme Personality of Godhead? Mm. And then, uh, so they've reached this by their family relationship. And we, the ordinary devotees, the ordinary persons, by our efforts in devotional service, are attaining perfection of Krishna. So the gopis are the Nietzsche Siddhas, they are attaining the perfection of Krishna. Uh, but we are the sadhana siddhas who are making the effort. Uh, making the effort to advance. But then there is the, the third category, the Kripa, the Kripa Siddha. Who, just like the son of Maharaj Prataparuda, when Maharaj Prataparuda could not meet Lord Chaitanya personally, then Lord Chaitanya at one point told uh, Ramananda Roy, all right, sent the son of the king. And then he embraced the son of the king. And the son was invested with love of God. And then the son transformed, and was just totally ecstatic, and met the father. And the father embraced him to see his son change like that. And then the father also got the ecstasy from the messenger of his son the messenger of Prem so in this way the messengers of Prem so the Kripa Siddha the Kripa Siddha we can get the Kripa directly from the Supreme Lord if he so desires he may just give it to us but generally speaking the Kripa Siddha is coming especially through the messengers of the Lord um, sometimes the Lord may give us this this creeper just like that. He may give perfection just just like that. Mm. But that is very rare, and one should not bank on that. Uh, one, Prophet said, one should not bank on an honorary degree. It happens. It is awarded an honorary degree in a university. But one cannot uh, expect such a thing. Uh, One should rather rather, uh, make the effort, uh, sadhana siddha. But of course, Lord Chaitanya has also added special mercy. Therefore, in Lord Chaitanya's movement, the Kripa Siddha, is there for everyone to, to an extent. The combination of sadhana and creeper siddha and the messengers of love of God, right? The messengers of love of God, uh, like the prince who had been embraced by the Lord and is now a messenger of love of God uh, and now able to embrace others and give love of God. So the messengers of love of God are also there um, as carriers of the creeper. And so the Kripa is spreading everywhere, everywhere, all over the planet, by the messengers, the messengers of the Lord. Hmm. So in this way, we are appreciating, appreciating um, this verse. And let me read the verse one more time at the, at the closing. Uh, One second, 73. Oh. Where was it now? One second. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, here it is. Vajrat api katturani mridunni kusamat api the hearts of those above common behavior are sometimes harder than a thunderbolt and sometimes softer than a flower. How can one accommodate such contradictions in great personalities? And how can one, even more so, that the question could be, how can one accommodate that in the uh, in the movement of the most magnanimous manifestation of the Supreme Lord and that is what I have explained to you over the last hour. Thank you very much happy to resume my lecture again today and looking forward to meeting you tomorrow Hare